Welcome to the Cinema Rat, where we celebrate the greatest and worst in Hollywood films and their most self-indulgent, narcissistic actors, directors, and producers. Here, we will laud and malign Hollywood's seedier elements with levity and humor. They love cinema as much as anyone does. They've been talking about it for over 30 years. Time to get trashy. Here's Gregory and May. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of the Cinema Rag. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to delve into television, cross the breach into television. And really, I mean, look, the cinema rag can cover television along with movies because television as a whole, the last 10 years certainly has become prestige. So you do see a lot of Hollywood actors who 20, 30, 40 years ago would have seen going to TV as a decline in your career. Think of uh, Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where DiCaprio's character doesn't want to do television because he knows it's it's the end of the career. But we certainly live in a time now where a lot of well-known actors, A-list actors are doing prestige television on television. And I wanted to just talk about like, <laughs> there's just too much. It's just way too much on television. I think of the good old days, and of course the good old days are only what I can relate to, but growing up in the, in the, I mean, I do have memories of the 70s, but certainly in the 80s and 90s, we had the big TV console, the wooden one with the crappy remote, or you had the two knobs, one was for VHF and UHF, and you had to like turn the knobs, but I remember having to be the one that changed the channel before we even had remote control. Some of you older people can remember that. It's like, uh, that was your job as the kid to get up and turn to channel. And we had like six selections, maybe. ABC, NBC, CBS, and some of the local stations. And later in the, in the I guess it'd be the late 80s, Fox came around. So, uh, and, then, and then you had cable. Like I vaguely remember having a cable box in the 80s. And it was a brown box and it had rows of push buttons. And you had to push it to get to, to cable. But as a whole, we didn't really have a lot, even if you include early cable, like you know, MTV and HBO and all this. As a whole, we just didn't have a lot. There wasn't a lot of choices. And then you just saw it explode more and more. There was a lot more content on cable. And, and then eventually, of course, I would say about 10 years ago, really, is when you got the streaming to come in. And then we were really in peak TV. I think peak TV, most people would say, maybe began with The Sopranos. So you had like late 90s, early knots. And then you see just kind of the explosion on mostly, I would say, HBO and Showtime with shows like Sex and the City and let's say Dexter and Homeland. And then network television had some hits like Lost, for example. And then AMC really came in with Mad Men and Breaking Bad, HBO to Game of Thrones. That was about 2010, 2011. And then we were in this period, Downton Abbey was big. You would say about 10 years ago was kind of the apex of peak television. Walking Dead was like another big show. And so you just saw like this was like prestige television because it was getting good actors, but it was just great writing, great showrunners. And you just saw this great period. And then I think what happened with streaming, and especially the Netflix model of streaming, which is just crank out as much stuff as possible. Every Friday needs to be a new movie. There needs to be a new show every week. 
And so you saw Amazon copy this, and then later on you saw Paramount and Peacock and Apple and, and so forth. Just everybody's cranking out stuff, and it's just too much. There's just too much on television. Now, if you're 65 years old, you're not really seeing this because you're still watching Law & Order, NCIS, fill in the blank, and you're watching network TV. You're like the only people watching network TV. Because the typical American only watches it for live stuff like sports. And I'm not saying this because I have confirmation bias. Like I have not had local television eight years. I unplugged the cord, so to speak. I haven't had cable for eight years. You know why? I hate commercials. And living in a world where I only have streaming, I never have to watch a commercial. And I love that. And so when I'm at the gym or somewhere where there's actually regular television and commercials, I'm like, oh, it's like... I feel this shiver because I'm looking at all the drug commercials. And if you know my podcast, The Awakened Man, you know how I feel about Big Pharma. And all the other just stupid commercials, all the food porn for Taco Bell and Pizza Hut. And just, I can't stand any of that stuff. But if you're, let's say, in your 40s, not like in your 70s, but if you're in your 40s and you do like prestige television, you're just overwhelmed right now. There's just too much, too many new shows coming out. Oh, I got to see Poker Face. That's the new show. Oh, great. Uh, I got to see the new Pedro Pascal HBO movie, uh, The Last of Us or whatever. Oh, the new season of Mandalorians. Uh, oh, the new season is this. Is that. Did you catch the last season of the Ozark? Oh, you, did you catch House of the Dragon? Did you? Oh, it's just too much. It's just way too much. Did you catch Severance? You know, did, did, did you catch Fleabag 10 years ago, five years ago, Phoebe Waller-Bridge? I mean, there's just too much. Too much. There's not enough time in the day. No, it's not like Seinfeld. When Seinfeld does that, when he gets off. There's just too much. It reminds me of like the Soviet Union, where we had the anxiety of choice. See, in the 80s in the Soviet Union, you'd go into the grocery store and they'd be like, okay. You go, you, you go, like, what bread do you have today? And they say, we have old white bread and old rye bread. Okay, I get old rye bread. That was your choice. And then you compare that to consumeristic land of plenty that is our typical grocery store. You go down the, the cereal aisle and there's 60 cereals. Like, which one do I pick? There's just too many. They're all the same. Essentially, they're all the same ingredients, right? High fructose corn syrup, food dyes, and some sort of corn flour or wheat flour. It's essentially sugar. It's all junk. And you could say the same thing about television, right? It, it's the idiot box. It doesn't make you a better person. You, could, you should be reading or at least watching documentaries. But it's just too much. It leads to anxiety. It's just too much. So what does it lead to? It leads to watching too much television. It leads to a sedentary lifestyle. It leads to binge watching. None of these things on what you would say objectable statistics would tell you are good things for us. Not to mention all the social media addiction, screen addiction, video game addiction. None of this is good for us. Let's take a break. <laughs> I wanted to let you know about the other feeds that we have here at the Eclectico Gregorio channel we have the awakened man which has been around since the spring of 2017 which mostly focuses on having men and women reach their full potential by knowing about toxins in the food big pharma cover-ups and ways to biohack your life 
We also have the Female Holistic Health Apothecary, which is a channel that originally started as an essential oils channel. And there's about 65 essential oils that are broken down over there. And then more recently, about two years ago, I just pivoted and made it more about female holistic health and naturopathic health because I'm a big proponent of let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. And lastly, we have the Confessions of an Obese Child feed, which I started in January 2017, which chronicles what it's like to be an overweight child. I was an overweight child and I lost over 100 pounds and kept it off for 30 plus years. So it's a channel, like if you have disordered eating or had a dysfunctional childhood, how to deal with that, how to how to function with that, and also discusses and I interview various people that have a similar background of dysfunctional childhood, binge eating, binge drinking, and how to deal with that. And there's a lot of great interviews over there. So those are the three other feeds at the Eclectico Gregorio channel. Now let's get back to the show. So, I mean, like, what can we really do about it? Well, look, it's like with all addictions, you just scale back. Like, I've gotten to the point, and I think I was more like this five years ago, where I would make a concerted effort to watch The Prestige. Like, my my friend May, for example, she and I watch completely different television. Completely different television. She'll mention shows on me that are on primetime that I don't even know their names. I, I mean, we could play a game where you give me 10 names of shows. Some are real, some are fictional, and I have to guess if they're real fictional, and I wouldn't even know. I know nothing which is going on on primetime television. But even now, with especially with the onset of like Apple television and with some of these other streamers that are cranking out real you know content, like um, scripted content, there's just there's just too much. So what I've done is... I'll look at HBO, like the the shows on HBO, like I tried watching Euphoria. I just can't watch Euphoria. It's just too dark and nihilistic. And, and typically what I'll do is I will try to watch the, movie, the TV shows, I should say, that are considered to be prestige, that the critics say are good and so forth. But then I also have this threshold. As the older I get, I don't want to watch horror. I don't want to watch anything overly negative and cynical. Like I was watching the Ray Fiennes movie, uh, the, the the Menu, with Mark Mylod directing it. He was one of the directors. Uh, going back to Entourage, but he was definitely uh, Succession was one kind of his big thing, and he did some Game of Thrones episodes. But too dark. It's just too dark. So I'll go to HBO. Last of Us looks all right, but you know, do I really need to watch it? No. Will I watch the new season of Succession when it comes out? Yes. And I loved Game of Thrones. I watched it from season one. I was on it from season one. House of the Dragon, I watched two episodes. I'm like, eh. Caught a couple episodes of the Lord of the Rings show on Amazon that they spent some like 500 million on. Eh. And then, you know, Poker Face on, uh, I think that's on Showtime, right? And Paramount, Showtime. Eh, you know, it's just, just too much. So, you know what I end up doing pretty much when I have any free time to watch stuff? This is a sinful pleasure. Don't tell anybody. I just watch Gilmore Girls. I like I like shows that just put me in another world that are pleasant. I just watch Gilmore Girl reruns. Or Friends reruns. Maybe Seinfeld. But even Seinfeld I find too dark. Entourage reruns. Just just easy stuff. And... and it's not like I don't have good taste in television shows because I do. I just got to the point where there's just too much out there 
And when you realize, again, the anxiety of choice, you just scale back and be like, it's just too much. And I'd rather just scale back. So, you know, I will watch if it's a show that I like, like Winning Time, the Lakers show. I might watch season two when that comes out. Maybe I will watch uh, Succession when it comes out. The Apple Plus shows, uh, I might get the free trial again to watch Ted Lasso. But Ted Lasso, to me, I think is an overrated show. Maybe I'll do an episode on that. And so it, I'm going to be exceedingly selective as to what I watch in the future. Like Fleshman is in trouble. I tried watching that on Hulu. I think it has potential I can relate to it, given that he's a divorcee. But again, I haven't watched it recently. I love Amanda Seyfried. You know, she's one of my sexy Saturdays. The Dropout, I watched two episodes. That's just too much. There's just not enough time. And there's just too much television. And I think, and I've heard that Netflix and other streamers are just scaling back now. So I think they realize that their model of just cranking out a bunch of stuff, hoping for a major hit like Stranger Things. I watched the first two seasons of Stranger Things. And then after that, I was like, eh. You know, they, they're scaling back and maybe focusing instead of the Netflix model, which is, all quantity and hope there's some quality in there they're trying to maybe morph to a model of hey let's just do less because there's just too much and with the writer strike maybe coming up i think that's going to exacerbate the situation but to me it's just i i almost missed the days i'd say like maybe 10 years ago 15 years ago where there were just we just weren't inundated inundated because we didn't have all these streaming stuff and you could just find the one or two prestige shows and stick to it. But now it's just, there's just too much content for me. And I just, I just check out. So for television, it's pretty much just Gilmore Girls and the aforementioned. And then I'll watch rom-coms and some prestige stuff, like the Oscar stuff I'll watch. So like everything, everywhere, all at once, I'll watch that whenever it's free on streaming. I've seen Tar, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll watch Tar. I'll watch The Fablemans when it comes out. And then I just watch a lot of 90s movies and stuff because I like that period. But in terms of prestige television, I think it's past. And I think part of the problem is that there's just too much content out there. And I, I don't think I'm the only one who just says there's just too much and I'm checking out. Guys, I'll post a poll over at the Cinema Rack Facebook group to see if you agree or disagree. There's two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal if you want to make a donation because you appreciate the content that is here. Uh, I would appreciate that. And also there's a link for all the Eclectico Gregorio feeds so check all of them out and if you're into holistic health and medical stuff go check out the awakened man uh, because that one has a lot of content it's probably got around 420 episodes and it's been around since 2017 until next time take care god bless and pray thanks for listening to the cinema rag please post an honest review on apple spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. Lastly, follow the rag today. Until next time.